It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy holidays, everybody. It's me, House of Wrestling's Nick Hausman. And me, WWE Creative is Robert Karpolis. And uh, we are here with an extended uh, Friday holiday episode here today. We're going to be doing a double taping of the show. At the top of the show here today, we are supposed to, we were briefly, he, let, he was in, he, t- he jumped in the waiting room while the show opener was going on. And then he left, but he's going to be back. I'm hoping here very, very shortly. Uh, And that is from Netflix's wrestlers, Matt Jones in the house here today. The bad guy, the one that everybody really, you know, thought was the outsider money man from the series. We're going to talk to Matt here uh, very, very shortly about the show. And of course, the comment section is open. Jump on into the comment section. Let us know what you're thinking about here. We're going to have so much fun on this holiday special here today. Special guests. And then later on at the end, we're going to do our second taping. We're going to talk all the news of the day. Tons of news coming out uh, from the Wrestling Observer and and far beyond all this morning. Uh, But, of course, if you like the show, you're watching it because you are a fan of ad-free shows and podcast heat. And that is what it's all about, everybody. Community, fun, friendship. And let's get to it here. Right now, we are welcoming to the show one of my favorite characters from the new Netflix series, Wrestlers. You may know him from the Kentucky Sports Radio Airwaves. It is our very good friend, Matt Jones. Matt, thank you for taking the time today. Thank you very much. It's always weird to hear someone refer to you as a character since it was actually like my real life that was on there. But uh, I'll take it. Thank you for the kind words. Well, It's, it's wrestling, Matt. It was you turned up to 11. Let's be honest. That's that's no, what it, it is. It was, but it was also, you know, I'll say this. When you, that show is 100% real, talking about wrestlers. Like, now, I mean, there's editing involved in shows to kind of, you know, I mean, that, that I'm not going to act like there's not part of that. But the people you see on there, that was actually how they are. And for me, I mean, they they clearly focused on certain parts of my personality in certain episodes and certain parts in others. But all those things happen 
There were a couple times that the edits, I was like, well, that wasn't really totally fair to me. But in general, I mean, I said what I said, and, and it was not staged in any way. I mean, honestly, after a while, you forgot the cameras were there, and it's just kind of how life was. So, I mean, yeah. I, I will say just having worked in the wrestling business, both at WWE and then with MLW, which is obviously a smaller scale, this was the most accurate portrayal I've ever seen of what it's like to be working. I don't want to say the indies, but not working at the WWE level, the headaches, the hassles. The only thing I'm jealous of is that you guys have that headquarters, that base that you can tape out of every week, as opposed to constantly trying to find different venues. Uh, but I, I know just kind of right off the top of the bat, one of my questions that I had for you was, you guys are going to be expanding. You're going out on the road in, in 2024. What does that look like? Well, to your first point, yes, it does help to have a home base. It also adds a hell of a lot of expense that the other indies don't have. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, we have opportunities that a lot of the other indies don't have. We have a weekly live television show. There's only two other companies in America that have a weekly live television show, AEW and WWE. That's it. Nobody else does a weekly live television show except us. And we have a venue that is ours. Now, with that, with that comes a lot of cost. Our overhead is probably greater than all but three or four companies in the country. And our revenue did not match that for a long, long time. Still doesn't really match what we need, but it's better than it was. So, you know, there are pros and cons. But what it did allow is people sometimes say, well, why'd they pick OVW? Well, I think they picked LBW in part because I pitched the show, but in part because in part because there was a home base for them, right? They weren't just sort of floating around out in space. There was a home base where people come in and out. And so, you know, it made it kind of easier to do it. As far as what we're going to try, what we're doing, we're going to announce early January, a tour that's going to take us to about 12 states around the country that we haven't been to in some cases ever, but in all cases in a few years. And then hopefully in the fall, if it goes well in the spring, we're going to go to even more places and, uh, you know, just try to expand the brand. I, I think what MLW GCW has done in terms of being able to kind of pick their spots and find where they have crowds and we're going to try to do that. I don't know what how it's going to work, but we're excited to do it. And I want to take, you know, we know what we are. OK, we know kind of where we are in the pecking order. And so we want to take that to places that maybe don't even get to see that level very often. I mean, I'm not interested, for instance, in going to New York and L.A. I want to go to like Scranton and Buffalo and Syracuse and places like that. Yeah, they may get WWE shows, but their indie shows probably aren't at the level that we can do. And so let's see what we can do in those places. And yeah, I think I that with the success of wrestlers, the, the roster that you have has national and international recognition in a way that almost no other company has outside of WWE, AEW, and to a degree TNA. That's the hope. <laughs> you know, yeah. that is the hope. We, uh, yeah, I mean, the game plan is this. You take Shira, Cashflow, and Haley, right? And they are, they became stars from this show. Yeah. Then you add in EC3, Jesse Goddard's, Layla Gray, people that have names from the other stuff. And then try, and then you just bring a lot of great workers, put on a show, and 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 hope that uh, it draws people in. And I think it will. Nick, does Robert let you talk ever? Like I, I think 
So every time we've done an interview, Nick monopolizes it every time. So I'm just trying to pick my spots early, and then I let the professional just run into it. To, to be fair, Matt, I actually told Robert, you need to jump in these conversations more, buddy. I am running these conversations. This is a real thing that happened. I told him. I'm a big fan, by the way, of Robert's social media. I started following you a long time ago. I thought, uh, I, I think it is really, really funny and uh, that, to be honest with you, I, I mean, I've done as many of these as I can, but I didn't really have time to do this one today. But because I like his social media so much, I, I wanted to make sure I did it. Well, I appreciate I'll, that. I'll try to shut up and let you two enjoy your moment then. Uh, I just wanted to know, because you said you talk about what a great platform this is to get Cashflow, Haley, all these other talents over something you can market. Um, what's the reaction from Netflix been like on this show? I, I mean, I like everyone in the community really really love the show and i think a lot of people just wondering what is netflix thinks is are yeah. we going to see more of this you know um so so i've learned a lot about the streaming world kind of from this show and because i'm in addition to being on it i've kind of been oh my we, god we lost him we lost matt I oh, finally he's had, okay he's back sorry we lost you matt and now he's we've lost his audio i don't know if he muted himself accidentally so, oh, and he's gone. Oh, and I was gone. He's got, he'll be back here in just a moment, everybody. You know what it is? We finally had a guest saying something nice about me, and the universe is like, we're not letting that happen. We're stepping in. We're, we're swatting okay. that fly up, Matt. Okay, back. okay he's back. He's back. Okay. Sorry okay. about that. Somebody no tried problem. to call. I'll, I'll, I'll try to get them to never call again. But, um, but yeah, I, I, so I've learned a lot kind of about the business aspect of the streaming since, we, since I, it was kind of my idea. Long story short, the way streaming works now, Shows are either massive hits or they are bombs. There's really no middle ground. The, 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 the way, used to be like there were a lot of niches and like now that doesn't really happen a lot. Well, we were one of the rarities. We're one of the old school. It kind of went in the middle. It wasn't like a slam dunk love is blind hit, but it wasn't like 80% of the stuff on Netflix and it just came and left and nobody saw it. We're kind of in the middle. We've had success. We've had viewers. We still, they, they say we have what's called a long tail, meaning people are still trying it. The word of mouth has been really good. These year-end lists that put us as one of the 10 best shows has helped a lot. So, like, a lot of shows. So, so bottom line is we're still kind of in the gray area on season two. At this point, Netflix tells most shows yes or no. They have not told us yet, and they've told us. That's very rare. They think it's... He, as one person said, Matt, if this was three years ago, you'd be renewed easily. It's a different, they're just trying to kind of figure out. So I, I don't know if we'll get a second season, but it's up in the air. But I will say it's been huge for our business. We've sold out every show we've done since it came out. And uh, hopefully that will continue. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, man. Because obviously like a big part of the show was your frustrations with like how difficult it is to monetize pro wrestling a lot of times you know again another kind of follow-up on just the bounce you've seen out of netflix is that affecting the bottom line at ovw yeah, are you feel, no, it's feeling helping. less yeah i mean it's helping you know you watch the show i think at one point we say we're losing thirty thousand dollars a month we couldn't keep doing that i mean that's not an effective business so now that number's dropped significantly and we're moving towards even breaking even now it's got to continue i mean you know, the key for that, 2024 is the most important year in the future of the company. Can we sustain it? I, you know, I knew we'd get a bump. The bump's been better than I thought. 
And it's not, and here's what's exciting. It's not just a bump of, I want to come and see and get my picture with Haley, Shira, Cash, Matt, Al, et cetera. The bump is people are watching our show, which they weren't doing. Like they're becoming fans of the product. And to be honest with you, it's not going to sustain itself unless that happens. But that's where Al comes in. And Al, I, I have to give Al a ton of credit. I mean, I think our last couple months of television have been some of the best television and, and live shows we've ever done. Our talent roster, you know, when I came in, to be quite honest, guys, there were probably six or eight people who were worthy of being on a show that was on weekly live television. And that's no offense to anyone else. It's just the reality of it. And now, top to bottom, we got people on our dark matches who would have been in our main events three years ago, to be quite Damn. frank with you. So that is, uh, that's really a great, and it's only going to get better. I mean, I, people want to be here. We're going to have a couple big announcements coming in January that I think are going to shock a lot of the wrestling world as to folks who are considering being a part of OVW. And that that is really exciting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Well, I think that's been the big story this week is a lot of those 90-day non-competes from some of the WWE folks that, that are now free agents, where they're going to be going. I'd imagine you guys probably have your eyes on on one or two of them to bring them in, you know, bring a bring a huge house somewhere. Yeah, I mean, right now, this is what's exciting. Right now, we're drawing our houses in Louisville based on who we have, right? Like, we don't need to bring somebody else in. I mean, I, I, I don't – everybody remembers the line in the show where we're talking about James Storm and it ended up with, like, a week's worth of, of, of wrestling dirt sheet headlines. And I didn't want it to, because he's a great guy. And it was just an offhanded comment. So I want to be very careful not to do that. But we brought, we've brought in a couple people that we thought would be like pop people. And what we realized is we didn't need to do that. To be quite frank with you, our guys, men and women are drawing. So I don't, I only want to bring somebody in now that I think can help the long-term sustainability of the product. So the, what, the announcements we're going to be making are about people that are going to be here for a while. Like, they're not just going to be here overnight. You know, Mick Foley's coming to the Rumble. I, I, he won't be here every week, but I expect you'll see him, a, you know, a handful of times on OVW. I don't think it's going to be a one-time thing for us. Um, at least hmm. that's my hope. And I think you're going to see more stuff like that because here's the thing. Listen, the wrestling business is very hot with WWE. Everybody knows that. I think they're doing an amazing job. Um, AEW, I know people are split on what's happening. But the wrestling business, I think, is doing well. But what is missing, I think, a little bit, certainly from the indie world, 
is the storytelling aspect of wrestling. The, the, the indie world to me is showcasing great athletes, hardcore matches, but the storytelling in the indie world, I think is taking a back seat. I think a lot of people have a craving for that. And if they're in the indie world, they see what OVW uh, is doing. You know, Aaron Stevens was just with us. He came by during the rumble and he's like, what you guys are doing is not being done anywhere else. It's just a matter of getting people to know it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do. I, I can't tell you how happy that answer makes me because again, being in that, in that world, having that fight in MLW where you want to tell weekly stories, you want to use your homegrown talent, but the draw of, Hey, we want to bring someone. We, we brought in James storm once for that idea of he may, he may pop something, but it becomes kind of like out of continuity. It's we're bringing in a guest star and it's not your guys, your homegrown people that they see every week and they become invested in. That's where the, the, the long-term growth really is versus we have a one-off shot to get so-and-so. There are plenty of companies that go and do that. OVW really feels like a place where you're telling a story and you can get invested in who those people are. And from the wrestlers, you feel like, you know, these guys, I, I equate it a little bit to uh welcome to Wrexham. I'm yes. not a big oh, guy. For sure. my, my wife does not know thing one about soccer. She now lives and dies by this obscure Welsh soccer team because you feel like you're part of it and you know oh, they're great. wrestlers. And that's what the show did for us. And and it, it got people to try it. And now they're seeing it on the weekly basis. And so when we do get quote unquote names, my only requirement is, hey, give us some commitment. And if you don't want to, then we'll just not, it's okay. We'll not do it. So EC3 is a perfect example. He's here a lot. Now it helps that he's in Cleveland, but he makes the trip. He's here. So EC3 is now a part of our television. We're lucky. We're based so close to Nashville. And as you know, there's a lot of wrestlers for various reasons that find their home in Nashville. And they're like, Hey, that's worth the three hour drive up there. And I think the best thing that's made me feel good is take someone like Layla Gray. Layla Gray gets hired by AEW and is on their TV. They should use her more than they do. She's a star, in my opinion. Yeah. But nevertheless, she's on. She still wants to have a presence in OVW. She makes it a priority to come to us for significantly less money than what she's making in her other thing because she says, I get to be part of good stories here, and that's what I want to do. And I, that's what we're selling to people, and hopefully they're, 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 they're buying it. But one-time pops, you know, here's the problem for us for one-time pops, if we're being honest. The indie world knows who a lot of these people are that you're talking about. But indie people don't like us, or at least they haven't until wrestlers. They kind of think we're like, oh, this old school, terrible thing. So bringing them in doesn't really help us. So we need to build our own audience where people, there are names. I, cash flow can walk the streets of Louisville, Kentucky and get stopped everywhere he goes. And that is not just wrestlers. That's OVW. And he can make, I mean, our wrestlers make a ton, the, the big ones, off merchandise from just people around here buying their merchandise because they like them. And that's why we're able to keep some people is they're like, okay, well, I may not make more than X on the shows, but I'm making a grand a night on merchandise, right? So, like, that makes a big difference. Yeah, and uh, one of those— It doesn't uh, exist anymore. 
Yeah, and one of those uh, big stars outside of Layla is obviously Haley J. Uh, not under contract, but very nearly uh, was under WWE contract. But I guess her tryout got pulled at the very last second. Um, what you know, obviously another big talking point on the show was is Haley J. going to be sticking around? What's the relationship like? I guess right now with her. I mean, she's been great. She's been great. She um, listen. I tell these people all the time, if you get signed to a ex- full-time exclusive WWE or AEW deal, you should go and I will be your biggest fan. I will be cheering you on because I will want people to know Haley J came from OVW, right? So I'm rooting her on. Her tryout got postponed. I won't get into that. It's nothing serious. She'll get another one. She's going to have another shot. And when she does, I, I hope that works out for her. AEW has been good because out, except they're very top guys, they let people do other stuff, which I think is really good for us with Layla and uh, a couple other folks. So, you know, but I, I think Haley's going to make it. I mean, I let me tell you, when I came in, I knew Haley was going to make it from moment one. She just has it. Yeah. I mean, she does. She's got, as I said on the show, she walks out and you have a feeling about her immediately, whether you know one thing about her or not. And one of the things that's been great for this company is, so I have a lot of relationships around Kentucky. So I would get us booked at County Fairs. Robert, Nick, you know, when you're, when you're going to a place where people are huge wrestling fans, a lot of them are hard to please. They got this standard. They only clap if it's this, it's that. My goal is take this to people who don't know shit about wrestling, and it's just a fun night out, right? Yeah. Okay. So here's what's great about that. First of all, the smallest things please them, right? They're just having fun. So good characters please them. Great moves please them. In- entertaining matches please them. And to me... That's where you see who a real star is. Who can go into a room full of people who don't know the first thing about them and win them over? And there's not one person we've had here. The two people that are the best at that are Jesse Goddard's. People hate him from the moment he walks out the door and he knows how to do it. And Haley. Haley, whether she's a face or a heel, people have a strong opinion immediately. And that's, those are the people that I really value. Cause we last summer, last two summers, we've gone to 30 County fairs or small towns and probably 90% of the audience that comes has no idea who these people are. And yet they, they, they win them over or don't immediately. It's going to be interesting this year because now people know who they are. Right. And so it'll be a different experience this year. We did a show in Lexington and the crowd was all wrestlers fans. When Jesse and, or excuse me, when Shira and Cashflow came out, guys, you would have thought it was John Cena and <laughs> uh, and Roman Reigns. It was crazy. The pop. I'm excited to see that develop and continue. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's man. Awesome. What was surprising me about the wrestlers documentary was how how little Jesse was part of it. Considering his background and Big Brother and his national platform, I thought for sure he's going to be one of the front and center guys, and he's just sort of on the periphery. I think it's just because he was so well known. I mean, like they filmed a lot of stuff with him. There's two or three people that they spent a lot of time with that weren't on the show a lot, and I think all that. Ha- I think for Jesse, it wasn't his fault. I think it's just like they wanted to tell the story of two stories, the mine and owl story, and then the story of unknown people trying to make it. And the problem is Jesse's kind of well-known, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so it almost doesn't really fit in for that. Uh, I, I think if we do a season two, which will be focused on us trying to hit the next level, I think you'll see a lot of Jesse then. Cause then I think his notoriety becomes part of that story. Yeah, so man. one of the things that sort of happened since I think the show ended to now is, you know, Vince McMahon, being removed from his position, TKO taking over in WWE. Have you had any or, or OEW conversations with WWE? Is there lines of communication going on there? Have you noticed anything different in your relationship with those guys? I mean, we, we, we have a lot more people take our calls now. I think that's fair to say. I mean, uh, we, we've had a lot of great conversations with, with, with various people. I don't know. You know, it's not even so much about the wrestlers bump because, to be honest with you, WWE, AEW, they don't, I mean, they got bigger platforms than us. But it's more like people are starting to appreciate the skill level of what we're doing. Like the fact that we produce, I mean, I'm going to brag for a second. The fact that we produce a live television show of any quality every week with essentially volunteers doing it is pretty daggone amazing. I mean, it really is the way, the fact that, and, and the production level, we took on an investor. If you turn on an OVW show right now and you haven't watched it in two months, you're going to watch a different television production. It is at, an, at a significantly higher level of just aesthetic value. Our lighting's better. Our sound's better. Our cameras are better. It just looks better. And I think for, for, for WWE and AEW, AEW maybe even more so, they need to teach these people to be on television before they throw them to the wolves, right? Because yes. even NXT is now so big that, like, if you suck at the beginning, the fans turn on you. Yeah, We're the place true. you can teach people to be on TV and not throw them to the wolves. And I think the companies are starting to see that. And I actually think, hopefully, I mean, nothing's worked out, believe me. But I do think one of these groups at some point is going to go, there is a place for this with us. At least that's my hope. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, having names like Mick Foley down there uh, is certainly going to help. I mean, I as a big fan of Mick's original book, uh, A Tale of Dirty what is it, sweat socks or something like that? A lot of Al Snow Mick Foley stories in that. They and, love each other. Uh, yeah, they'll be great. I was, about to, I was about to say, I hadn't even really thought of it until you said it. I was like, man, yeah, Mick's kind of a layup. Like, that's like his best friend down there running OVW. And he right lives now. in Nashville. And he's going to do, he's doing commentary for the Rumble. He's going to commentate the uh, the Rumble. So you're going to get to hear him. So we're doing a Rumble on January 6th, which I hope people will watch. We're going to have a lot of special guests. And Mick is going to be on the mic, which is where I think he'll be the best. So we're looking forward to it. 
Well, awesome. Um, well, well, I got to ask one non wrestling question since I've got the, the Kentucky sports guy here. Cause it has been as a diehard Florida Gators fan, a fairly rough week for us. I know you, you guys had a great night last night against Louisville. Congratulations on the basketball game. Obviously the, you know, the Gators recruiting class, the bottom fell out pretty quickly. We're pretty much just like DJ Lagway and whoever else we can, we can beg, borrow and steal to keep. How are, how are you feeling about Kentucky uh, and Kentucky football going forward? What for the I next love year? is that we kind of own Florida now. We've beaten you. Yeah, I don't want to talk about five. it. My, I think what we've beaten you four in the last six years. You got to remember, I went, I opened up my sports bar. In- oh, oh, Matt's gone again. I'm going to guess he Matt's got a gone. phone call. Somebody wanted to cut off his rant. You know, uh, I'm quite confident that somebody just wanted to cut off his rant right now. Um, I, 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 it was probably me when he, as soon as he started speaking ill of the, uh, the, the Gators and the losing streak with, with Kentucky. Um, so yeah, somebody was like, Oh no, no, don't, don't let him, uh, don't let him go down that path because oh, sorry. No, he's he, he's right. sorry, I will, I'll make this quick. Cause so I don't get you doing it again. I opened oh, up a bar in 2018. We lost to Florida 30 straight years. Yes. And it was like Florida. You lost every year. We've now won four of the last six. And it's crazy to me, Florida. I know you're a fan. Y'all should be good every single year. And like the fact that you're not, and that we can win four of six years is crazy. It's embarrassing, but I'm I'm hoping eventually we'll we'll right the ship. But my 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 buddy Jeremy, who's a Kentucky uh, Wildcat fan, it used to be a a route every year, and it was a pleasure. It was great. It was like an annuity. It was that and our Vandy game. I literally set my wedding Vandy weekend because I'm like I told my wife. We're going to win. We're going to win big. We'll be fine. The fact that Kentucky has continued to find success and the Gators can't seem to find a win with a flashlight is I'm not there's no bowl game for me to watch this year. This is disastrous, but I get to watch a hell of a lot more wrestling. So it worked out. Well, good. Well, hopefully you'll watch OVW. I mean it. Turn it for everybody listening. Tune into the Rumble on January 6th. It's on pay-per-view. I'm telling you, you'll be if you've not watched an OVW show in a long time. You'll be uh, you'll be quite impressed. And thank you guys for taking the time. I'll do it anytime you want. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Where, where Matt, can they find fans. that? You said sorry. You said it's on pay-per-view. Uh, Ovwrestling.com. We we don't run it through Fight TV anymore. They Fight TV takes it too huge a chunk for a little company like us. So we're gonna we're at Ovwrestling.com. Awesome. All thank right. you, well, Matt. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays, my friend. All right, Matt Jones. Well, let's. Great. Well, hey, uh, guys, uh, before we wrap up this first taping, I just want to thank everybody so much uh, for supporting us here uh, in 2023. we got big things planned for 2024. Uh, the Rumble is on the horizon. And uh, go support us on your podcast feeds, wherever it is. Uh, Apple, Spotify, nice comments, reviews, all of that stuff uh, is always appreciated. Do you want to do the, a fake outro? You want to do your line? And then it's totally reset? Okay, sure. So for the for uh, for Nick Hausman... Uh, <laughs> I'm Robert Karpolis. Uh, Best of luck in your future endeavors. Uh, 